Hello and welcome to the June 18th edition of Liberation Station. I'm your host, Chris Steiner, and we have in studio, uh, joining us at the moment, Dennis, a good friend of mine. Uh, Dennis, how are you doing? All right. Uh, I'm not sure if the mic's up or not. Yeah, yeah just go a little closer to the mic. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry about that. Yeah, welcome to the show, Dennis. How are you? Thanks. Uh, good. good. Doing pretty good. Well, thanks for stopping by. Um, we're just flying by the seat of our pants here. I just, I'm sorry for being a little late, but uh, we just uh, run, or at least I run on adrenaline. <laughs> sorry if I'm making you too. Well, that's okay. I'm but, trying some coffee to catch up with you. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, I, I, could, I had a little bit of that uh, before I got here. On the long bike ride here. Oh, very exhilarating. Get me energized to go for the show. Uh, first, uh, first, I want everybody to know that later on in the show, we're going to be getting into uh, health and nutrition uh, to help combat criminality, but uh, also basically to uh, mood, lift your moods and uh, learn how to avoid anxiety through uh, the pharmaceutical um, option. Uh, the pharmaceutical option actually causes more anxiety generally, so we're going to talk about uh, many um, side effect free options. The number to reach us if you have any questions uh, about or uh, any comments about uh, health or medicine, technology, history, law, or politics, uh, any of the subjects that we cover, you can reach us at 727 441 3000 in Pinellas. That's 727 Toll free. The number is 1-866-826-1340, and the Altel free call is star 1340. Well, first, we're going to start with a story uh, from Infowars.com. Uh, the title of the story is Obama Regulatory Reform Plan Officially Establishes Banking Dictatorship by Paul Joseph Watson and Steve Watson, his brother. And uh, this can also be found at PrisonPlanet.com. Uh, this was just dated today, and uh, the topic of this article is how Obama's plan really is to install, but to give the Federal Reserve more power and uh, dictatorship power, as you could say, over the the banking decisions of the country, removing it totally from the Treasury, uh, although that's basically been done already, but uh, to a greater degree, our president is promoting uh, to begin this article, uh, as I said, on Infowars.com or PrisonPlanet.com, entitled Obama Regulatory Reform Plan Officially Establishes Banking Dictatorship. And uh, every word of this article is extremely important, so I'm going to have to read it to you. It's not very long, though. And uh, we'll start at the beginning. President Obama's plan to give the privately owned and unaccountable Federal Reserve complete regulatory oversight across the entire U.S. economy, which is likely to be enacted before the end of this year, will officially herald the beginning of a new form of government in the United States, an ultra-powerful banking dictatorship controlled by a small gaggle of shadowy and corrupt elitists. The new rules would see, would see the Fed given the authority to quote-unquote regulate any company whose activity it believes would threaten the economy and the markets. This goes a step further than the centrally planned economies of the Soviet Union or Communist China in that the Federal Reserve is not even accountable to the U.S. government. It is a, privately, is a private entity that, according to former Fed Chairman Alan Greenspan, is accountable to nobody but the banking families that it owns. And uh, Obama's regulatory reform, quote unquote, reform plan is nothing less than a green light for the complete and total takeover of the United States 
by a private banking cartel that will usurp the power of existing regulatory bodies who are now being blamed for the financial crisis in order that their status can be abolished and their roles handed over to the all-powerful Fed. According to an Associated Press report today, Democratic leaders have committed to enacting the plan before the end of the year, and Republicans in both the House and Senate have indicated that they won't stand in the way of the overhaul. Quote, the final plan, and then continuing, is expected to sidestep most jurisdictional disputes and simply impose across-the-board standards to be applied by all financial regulators, according to, the administra- according to administration and industry sources, end quote, reports the Washington Times. In other words, the Fed, which is already totally unaccountable to Congress, is to be placed in complete control of the entirety of the U.S. financial system to do as it wishes without repercussion. And uh, as the L.A. Times reports, the government, in conjunction with the private Federal Reserve, would effectively have the clout to simply seize and take over any company that it desires. In order to appease those opposed to the plan, such as Senator Christopher J. Dodd, chairman of the Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs, the Obama administration has agreed to create a quote-unquote watchdog council of regulators to, quote, advise the Fed, end quote. However, as former chairman Alan Greenspan has most recently pointed out, given that the Fed is an independent entity, and therefore, un- and therefore accountable to no one, it will have the power to simply reject and overrule any advice it is offered, pointing out the flagrant conflict of interest in empowering the Federal Reserve to essentially regulate itself. Professor of Public Affairs at the University of Texas at Austin, Robert Auerbach, writes, quote, the Federal Reserve has massive conflicts of interest that make it ill-suited for its present regulatory functions and certainly for an expanded regulatory reach. The officials leading the Fed today preside over an organization that is run in substantial part by the bankers they regulate. Bank regulation begins at its 12 district Federal Reserve banks, each governed by a nine-member board of directors, two-thirds of whom are elected by the bankers in the district. End quote. And I'll continue this article. If you have any comments, though, the, tol- the uh, toll-free call-in line is 1-866-826-1340. That's 866-TAN-1340. And the uh, local Pinellas line is 727-441-3000. The all-tell-free call is star-1340. And I neglected to give you the website. It is liberationstation.weebly.com. Dot com and Weebly is spelled W E E B L Y W E E B L Y. Just making sure you can all get there, uh, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy some of these uh, stories that I'm uh, passing on to you and, and more. Uh, check out the link section, by the way. There's there are a lot of wonderful websites there, and I'm always adding more. Uh, but to continue this article on uh, the the private Fed. Uh, being, being given more powers as proposed by the uh, Obama administration and really both sides of the aisle. Uh, continue, continuing this article, as economic author Nomi Prinz highlights, Obama's plan does nothing whatsoever to fix the excess of financial institutions blamed for the financial collapse. It only ensures their continued operation and an expansion of the practices that contributed to the economic crisis in the first place. The 
sweeping overhaul of the financial system detailed by Geithner on behalf of the Obama administration does not overhaul the system at all, writes Prinz. And continuing, giving the Fed a bigger role, creating a council of regulators to oversee the existing oversight bodies and allowing the biggest Wall Street players to maintain their status, leaves the system intact. And uh, the Federal Reserve is not a fully private, or pardon me, the Federal Reserve is not a fully public entity. It has amassed a set of $7.87 trillion worth of facilities and other entities through which it has lavished cheap loans in return for questionable collateral from the banking system. Questionable collateral being the toxic assets of the derivatives. And uh, continuing with the article, it has kept the true nature of these transactions a secret despite numerous Freedom of Information Act requests, and it has actively promoted the creation of bigger institutions in a chaotic environment, rather than putting the brakes on the creation of these giants, concludes Prinz. Proof that the agenda of the implementing overt financial dictatorship is being carefully coordinated can be seen in the fact that an almost identical scheme is also being set up in the United Kingdom, where, quote, the governor of the Bank of England has called for greater powers to allow it to fulfill its new role of promoting financial stability, end quote, according to a BBC report. Of course, all these reports that I'm mentioning from uh, the various news agencies like BBC, AP, Reuters, or uh, Washington Times, or uh, any of these others are linked to, so you can see that uh, these are just recent articles in the last two or three days, and uh, um, I'm not giving those titles because they're linked to in this article on Infowars.com right now at the very top. And uh, continuing, just as in the U.S., King is calling for traditional independent regulatory bodies to be all but abolished and replaced by the Bank of England itself, which, just like the Federal Reserve, is a private outfit which, with no accountability to the government whatsoever. The mainstream media, for the most part, has reported that the oversight plan has a much-needed regulatory crackdown on those responsible for the financial crisis. However, the details of the plan constitute almost exactly what lobbyists for leading bankers have been pushing for over the past few weeks. Quote, all derivatives contracts will be subject to regulation and all derivatives dealers subject to supervision, end quote, Treasury Secretary Timothy F. Geithner said at the Time Warner Economic Summit in New York on Monday, also noting, quote, when you have too many people involved, there is an accountability problem, end quote. Yeah, you don't want to have too many people involved in the oversight. Gosh, I mean, you don't, have, you don't want a diversity of opinion, I guess. And continuing with the article, uh, pardon me, my little editorializing gets me lost sometimes. Uh, continuing, as we reported earlier this month, heads of nine of the biggest banks in the derivatives market, including J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Citigroup, and Bank of America, secretly lobbied to keep derivatives under Federal Reserve oversight, quote-unquote oversight, and away from real scrutiny. As reported by the New York Times, they all met secretly to discuss how to use the, the lax regulation and institutional secrecy of the New York Fed to shield their credit default swaps business from prying eyes and attempts at regulation. That's the New York Times article that, uh, that covers that, and uh, which is quite surprising sometimes that they would uh, actually expose the Fed. Um, 
actually go into uh, the, the, the mechanics of the Fed. But uh, it seems like they're being forced to, as, as more media um, agencies are being forced to report on the actual mechanics of why people are upset with this private banking cartel called the Fed. And uh, continuing, the banks formed a lobby, the CDS Dealers Consortium. I assume uh, CDS stands for Collateralized Debt Swaps. So uh, the banks formed a lobby, the CDS Dealers Consortium, only weeks after accepting TARP funds in October 2008 to protect its interests. Heading this effort was Edward Rosen, who previously helped fend off derivatives regulation. Rosen wrote and circulated a, quote, confidential memo, end quote, to the Treasury Department and leaders on Capitol Hill, making their agenda clear, the Times reported. Rosen and his backers proposed that derivatives be, quote, traded in privately managed clearinghouses with less disclosure, end quote, according to the Times. The clearinghouse of choice for the big banks in Rosen's CDS consortium is ICE, U.S. Trust, which is turn, which in turn is regulated only by the Federal Reserve System. So the upshot of all this is that the bankers get away, get what they want, uh, are allowed to carry on as they were, while at the same time the fractional reserve banking system and the federal government are both greatly expanded and empowered, and the compliant corporate media ludicrously tells us that the strict crackdown is underway. This kind of activity is exactly what some leading representatives have warned of in recent weeks. A fortnight ago, the Democratic chairman of the Agriculture Committee, Colin Peterson, announced to the press that, quote, the banks run the place, end quote, in reference to the U.S. Congress. While Peterson is also pushing for legislation to regulate derivatives trading, his proposed bill would limit derivatives trading to public exchanges rather than private clearinghouses, which are managed by banks. Peterson's warning mirrors that of Democratic Senator Dick Durbin, who just a few weeks before uttered the same rarely acknowledged truth. Quote, and the banks, hard to believe in a time when we're facing a banking crisis that many of the banks created, are still the most powerful lobby on Capitol Hill, and they frankly own the place, end quote, Durbin said. How simultaneously dangerous and ridiculous it is that the Federal Reserve is given more authority to oversee the economy. This is the same privately run entity that refused to comply with congressional demands for a transparency and disclose the destination of trillions of dollars in bailout funds. And uh, to what uh, this article refers is the fact that back in November, Bloomberg News under the Freedom of Information Act uh, sued the Federal Reserve to find out where they're giving all these, um, all this, uh, all these trillions to, and, and Treasury notes, uh, um, pardon me, and um, in credit or, or uh, Treasury bills. Uh, and, uh, and so the, what the Federal Reserve answered and uh, the courts agreed was that uh, Bloomberg News has no right to learn or to question the government. They, they don't have a right to find out what happened to the trillions of dollars. And uh, the reason is that it is a trade secret. And the courts agreed that it's a trade secret because the Federal Reserve is a private banking cartel. And... Um, Hey, oh, pardon me, Lee. Uh, Lee's our call screener here. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't uh, answer you last week. I'm having a problem with the W key on my keyboard here. 
The uh, Clintons came by. They removed all the W's from the keyboard. <laughs> oh, my. Curses. Well, I guess that was probably one of their last acts. <laughs> okay, I got WWW here. Oh, there. <laughs> I'm just trying to pull up an article on my site to cover next. So, But to, to finish up with this article here, uh, the government is ready to hand over everything to a monolithic private corporation and a gaggle of bastard banker offspring that have gobbled up an amount close to the entire GDP of the country in taxpayers' money and figuratively stuck the middle finger up regarding, regarding questions over where the money has gone. It can be no more apparent than at this time that legislation to audit, repeal, and eventually end the Federal Reserve must be supported by Americans if they want to see their children and their grandchildren grow up without indentured debt and entrenched servitude to a fascistic marriage of private banks and hugely inflated government. And that was another excellent article written by Paul Joseph Watson and Steve Watson entitled Obama Regulatory Reform Plan Officially Establishes Banking Dictatorship. The numbers to call in here in Pinellas County is 727-441-3000, toll-free 1-866-826-1340, that's 866-TAN-1340, and the all-tell free call is star 1340. And the next article I'd like to cover briefly here can also be found, it's linked to on, on my website, uh, liberationstation.weebly.com. Weebly is W-E-E-B-L-Y, and uh, the article is about uh, ABC uh, just becoming or announcing that they're going to be uh, a mouthpiece or basically a stenographer for the government, uh, kind of like Judith Miller at the New York Times uh, regarding the government story on WMD, just passing on the official story without any scrutiny and, and uh, without any uh, questioning of, of the authority. Uh, uh, Let's see here. And, uh, oh, we have a call right now. Do we have Frank uh, from Largo on the line? Yep. Hey, Frank, how are you? Hey, Chris. Uh, you might recognize my voice. Uh, yes. I uh, really like your website and your radio show, and uh, I think uh, you're doing a, a good thing here these uh, past Thank few you. weeks. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate that. Uh, it's just gotten off the ground, and, and I thanks all for all the compliments. But there's a lot more to come also. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm really amazed at the kind of guests you're getting there, like uh, uh, Colonel Bauer. And uh, golly, man, it's really impressive. Yeah, and, Dr. Um, Bowman. I wanted to talk about what you, the article you just um, were reading there, which is a very powerful art article. And I think right now um, the bill uh, in the House, H.R. 1207, has uh, 232 co-sponsors right now. Gee. Well, that's, that's a sign of the times, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's gaining momentum, and um, like Bob Chapman said last week, uh, the guy uh, from the International Forecaster, uh, it most likely will pass in the House, and then it'll go to the Senate. So the companion bill uh, in the Senate is uh, S-604, and uh, just today I called up both uh, Senator uh, Mel Martinez and Nelson's office and told them that I want them to co-sponsor that bill, because it only has two co-sponsors right now that I know of. Um, DeMint and uh, Bernie Sanders, and uh, if we can uh, get the pressure on them, and, uh, and of course there are representatives, then 
I think we've got a good chance of finally auditing the Federal Reserve, which will uh, open up a big can of worms and might get the kind of actual change that we need in this country. So uh, if we were to audit the Fed independently, as, as these bills uh, propose, um, now uh, maybe, maybe you'd want to comment. Um, I think you're probably better up uh, on, uh, on these companion bills than I am. I, I see this article, Audit the Fed Bill, already neutered in the Senate. But the House Bill, um, 1207, is, like you said, it's gaming, gaining steam. But what would you say would happen once we um, engage in, a, in an independent audit of the uh, private banking cartel known as the Federal Reserve? Well, it still to this day, most of the American public is uh, kind of ignorant uh, of, of what the Federal Reserve actually is. Most of them don't understand that it is a private banking system. They don't understand how the Federal Reserve uh, consolidates power and gains power through fractional reserve banking, which you've explained very well on, on your show so far. But basically, they create money out of thin air and loan it to us at interest. And they make money off that interest and, and use that to, to gain the power that they have right now, which is, uh, like uh, Durbin said, they, they frankly own the place. <laughs> and it's not supposed to be them owning the place. It's supposed to be that place working for us, the people. We're, we're supposed to be, uh, you know, what this is all about, this entire country, this grand experiment that Washington talked about. And um, I think once people get an understanding of what the Federal Reserve is actually doing and get that information, uh, that revolution that everyone seems to be talking about will occur in this country. And uh, hopefully it'll be uh, the kind of revolution that Gandhi brought about mm. in India there, uh, which would be the best kind of revolution, a nonviolent revolution. And, uh, and, it, and it can be quiet. I think we can do it. Uh, but um, it's, oh, yeah. it's going to take more information and more understanding on the part of the, of the general public on, on the whole. Right. I, th I think that it will be more of a peaceful revolution fought from um, basically thing, play, um, outlets, alternative outlets like the Internet. And, uh, and I, re I really don't think that it's it, – it uh, it's really just a matter, I think, of saving as many people from the tyranny, as many individuals, until it collapses under its own weight. And mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and I always uh, have believed I've never actually said on the show, although I should have, is that to heal is always a greater show of force than to harm. Oh and, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mm -hmm. agree. And that's what yeah. Gandhi showed, and that's what these uh, civil disobedience uh, activists have always shown, which is why there's such a threat. Is that you you, you make uh, the best way to to uh, show a tyrant for who he is is to make him act like one. Yeah, yeah, most certainly. And um, uh, like uh, Mr. Jones likes to say on his radio show, independence is the key. When Gandhi started weaving his own cotton fiber, uh, showing the Indian people, hey, we don't have to buy the cotton from the British. We can make it ourselves. You know, when, when we become more and more independent and get away from these uh, controlling factions that don't really care about us at all and actually view us disdainfully, then, then that's the kind of uh, independence that that will grow and, and it'll be more like what we had in 1776 in the, in the first decades of this country. Right. Um, and, and since uh, speaking of the beginning of the country, and uh, that reminded me um, of your call to uh, WMNF this past week, um, where off the air, uh, your call was responded to by um, somebody referring to uh, wacky, I mean, Wikipedia. <laughs> Do you remember that call? 
Um, you know, I'm not sure if I caught that particular one. You can remind me of it, though. Well, if you could talk to uh, talk to us about, um, to contradict what the information on Wikipedia says about the founding of the Federal Reserve and how it was pushed through without uh, cloture, um, oh, uh, quorum, right, right. without a quorum. And, and that's, uh, you know, that Wikipedia information can be edited by anybody. But, uh, you know, can you retell us about the creature from Jekyll Island? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's that great book by uh, G. Edward Griffin, uh, who's been a guy who's been fighting the system for like 50 years. But uh, in it, he states that it was um, in 1913, two days before Christmas, that uh, that um, Federal Reserve Act was passed by only, what was it, four senators? So only really four states properly ratified this this uh, act, which means it's not really constitutional. The 16th Amendment is not a real amendment. It needs to be struck down. <laughs> and uh, that well, it hopefully... essentially has been, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll pull up those, uh, those cases. I, I know that uh, Bershopper versus Union Pacific said that it was never actually uh, ratified. Um, and there's another one more recently uh, saying that it, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Bershopper versus Union Pacific in 1916 said that uh, the 16th Amendment gave no additional authority to the federal government. And there's a more recent one from 2007, last week I referred to, but I, I can't recall. Pull that up in a moment. But, yeah, uh, and um, also, it didn't. It, wasn't there a time limit on it too, like 20 years, and it was supposed uh -huh. to be, you know, fine. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a sunset provision in that. That within 20 years, of course, it was uh, begun the Federal Reserve Act of 1913, and magically, 20 years later, 1933, the we're in the midst of the depression. Of course, it, the beginnings uh, were earlier than that, and. And that was because the Federal Reserve was just printing up cash, and then they blamed the people for the runs on the banks because they didn't, uh, they printed up more cash than there was actually lawful money to be redeemed. So right, right. Another example. Yeah, without a, uh, an increase, an equal increase in production, when you, when you ramp up the production of money, then that causes the inflation. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I, I think of the story, because people can't, um, can't really grasp the idea of a private bank controlling our government. I, th I think of a story of, of uh, where there's some, there, say you have a neighbor and, and uh, most everybody's had a, a difficult neighbor mm -hmm. and you decide to go over and, and um, maybe play a game, a, a friendly board game with them and you decide to choose Monopoly, maybe become a bonding process to play a board game with the person. And so you start your game and then he decides halfway through that I'm going to uh, start printing up some extra money and only I can spend it uh, and uh, you're not allowed to. And, um, well, at the end of the game, you, you wonder, well, why did I lose? I, I, I can't understand. I, I started out pretty well, and, and, uh, and then the person asks you to hand over all your clothes and start working for him because you're actually playing strip poker. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Do you have something to say to <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a great um, analogy, Chris. Great analogy. So, yeah, Chris, well, I just want to add a little point here. Um, and if, um, is it Frank? Yeah, yeah, Frank, it's Frank, Frank from Largo. Frank, yeah, this is Dennis. I'm actually, I'm oh, sorry, still getting used to the microphone here. I'm just uh, visiting in the studio tonight with uh, Chris on the show here. I think it's All important right. also to remind people why it was that they originally were proposing the very concept of the Federal Reserve, and that is that during the 1800s, you had a number of crashes and even depressions. And the proposal that they used to sell it to the general public was that, well, this will prevent any of that from happening again, even though they had done the same thing over in Europe. They had brought the central banks over there were the basis for them being founded over here. So I think we need to remind folks of that. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, um, you know, every time they did that, uh, you know, the people, most of them didn't really buy into it, uh, which is why in 1913, you know, those those four senators that uh, that ratified the act, that's why it got snuck through, because it, it never really would have got snuck through uh, if it had been exposed to the broad light of day. And um, so it's it's a shadowy beginning. It remains in shadows. And once we shine that bright light on it, the roaches will start scurrying. And I mm-hmm. think we can start to get this country back on track. And, and I agree with uh, Ron Paul. I think it would only take a few couple of short years of, of getting rid of these guys and getting back to sound constitutional money issued directly from the Treasury. And uh, we, we could be well on our way to uh, building this country back to the economic powerhouse that it used to be. Right before the Federal Reserve or these these other two banks that had uh, been attempted before. But yeah, like Ron Paul says, that he thinks that uh, once the independent audit of the Federal Reserve takes place, that it's going to be discovered that... Uh, that um, he thinks it'll be revealed that uh, the Fed's been manipulating the gold markets, you know, by lending out and relending out gold on the COMEX market, and uh, yeah. and on the stock market, and um, then that would lead to its downfall because uh, everybody would see that they've just been, um, and, you know, and then there's the plunge protection team, which is a separate issue too, how the stock market's being manipulated, but um, the the uh, independent audit would show that they've just uh, been. Um, manipulating the gold markets, uh, as uh, Ron Paul interviewed, uh, not interviewed, but uh, got uh, on the YouTube video, it, Ron Paul confronted Ben Bernanke as to whether the Fed, uh, or if they consider the, the gold markets, and, and he actually admitted, yes, we take a look at them. So that's the basis for uh, one of the big reasons that Ron Paul thinks that uh, they're going to be found out. Yes, yes. And um, I think um, right now my representative, Bill Young, he uh, just uh, two weeks ago uh, became a co-sponsor. I'm not a fan of this guy, but uh, he did do one thing right, and I called up and thanked him for that. I think um, Kathy Castor has yet to uh, become a co-sponsor, so if if anybody listening to this program is in her district, you might want to call her up and tell all your friends to, because uh, like someone said, if, if 100 people or more call them up on a certain issue, they have to take notice. And, and that shows the, the power of, you know, what enough of us can do. Um, and, and I like to bring up the example of, um, remember when uh, Jeb Bush and one of his business cronies wanted to inject that wastewater into the aquifer a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. So, so many people called up Tallahassee uh, arguing about and, you know, saying, no, we don't want this. They had to back off that plan. And, and that shows the power that, you know, if, if we all work together, you know, kind of uh, loosely and disorganized, but, you know, with the same goal in mind, we, mm. we can affect some big change. So uh, call up Mel Martinez and Bill Nelson about uh, the um, Senate Bill uh, 604, which I believe is uh, the Federal Reserve Sunshine Act, which isn't the watered-down version, which is essentially the companion piece to 1207. And uh, hopefully we can get that, uh, that audit of the Federal Reserve that, that I've been yearning for for the past couple of years. Too bad they can't just put it on as a rider. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> hey, you know what? Fair is fair. They've done it to fair. us all these years. Yeah, yeah use, use their own stuff against them, yes. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, right. Uh, hey, I'll, uh, I'll leave you to the rest of the show, and hopefully you'll get some more callers, and uh, I'll be yeah. uh, listening for you on the uh, Sunday forum, Chris. Oh, great. Thanks so much. And, and uh, if you stand by, uh, speaking of wastewater, we'll be, talking, uh, we'll be playing a, a clip or two on fluoride. In the water oh, okay. system, yeah. Thanks so much, Frank, for uh, sticking up for everybody and uh, contacting congressmen, and uh, yeah, being a committee of one, being a uh, really courageous person to take on, um, you know, 
talk to all the politicians that you can. Oh, thanks, Chris. I appreciate all you do. You, well, you have a good show, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks. You have a good night. All right. You too. And uh, and just before Frank called, uh, uh, well, I was going to read an article, but I'll give you out the phone numbers one more time. Um, here in Pinellas County, uh, you can reach us at 727-441-3000, and the toll-free line is 1-866-826-1340. That's 1-866-TAN-1340. The all-tell free call is star 1340. And uh, just before... Uh, uh, a little while ago, we were talking, uh, uh, I was getting into this article by, um, that's on prisonplanet.com, on ABC News becoming a mouthpiece uh, for the government now. And uh, the article I'm referring to is on propagandamatrix.com, which is one of Alex Jones's affiliate sites. Uh, he has a webmaster who operates that, Paul Joseph Watson, and he wrote this article at propagandamatrix.com entitled, State-Run News, ABC Turns Programming Over to Government. Corporate news giant initiates, uh, is that the word, imitates. Corporate news giant imitates communist China, Soviet Union, and North Korea blocks dissenting voices to pr promote Obama health care agenda. This is just dated uh, two days ago, June 16th, completing, completely dispensing with any notion of independence or impartiality, ABC News is set to mimic the likes of communist China and North Korea by completely turning its news coverage over to the government and excluding any dissenting opinions to promote President Obama's health care agenda. The night of Wednesday, June 24th, will officially herald the open commencement of state-run news. Uh, imitating similar systems in historical dictatorships such as the Soviet Union, where Pravda was the official propaganda organ of the Central Committee of the Communist Party from 1912 to 1991. In China, the vast majority of news outlets are completely owned and controlled by the Communist Party. Negative viewpoints about government policy are blocked, and news developments that could reflect badly on China are ignored and censored. An almost identical system of media also exists in Stalinist North Korea. Still, at least the Chinese and the North Koreans don't try to hide the fact that the press is state-run, unlike ABC News, owned by the corporate giant Walt Disney Company, which masquerades as an independent news outlet, yet, in a little over a week, will completely turn over its news coverage to act as an enthusiastic propagandist for the government's health care, quote-unquote, reform program. And uh, the, coverage, the coverage will be in addition to ABC's news regular programming, which is already vehemently pushing the government's agenda on this issue. Quote, on the night of June 24th, the media and government become one when ABC turns its programming over to President Obama and White House officials to push government-run health care, a move that has ignited an ethical firestorm, end quote, according to the Drudge Report. Uh, Quote, ABC News anchor Charlie Gibson will deliver world news from the Blue Room of the White House, end quote. The network plans, to, the network plans a primetime special, quote, prescription for America, end quote, originating from the East Room, exclude opposing voices on, this, on the debate, end quote. Do you realize the irony of that? Let's see, the Blue Room, what is the Obama symbol, the, the blue O? That he uses all the time. Mm -hmm. UN colors and <laughs> yeah, and some orange as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
at least in Soviet Russia, they admitted to what they were. They were communists, and it's like, this is for your own best interest. You will like it, yes? <laughs> Just cooperate. <laughs> you will cooperate, and you will be happy. No <laughs> protesting. Maybe what we should do is send them little emblems that they could stencil onto their outfits. Uh, uh, the red hammer and sickle wouldn't be appropriate, so maybe we could send them a blue and orange O that they could stencil <laughs> onto their outfits to wear proudly on TV for that night. Yeah, something more modern. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little modern mm-hmm. symbols. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. Maybe it should be one of their PR reps. <laughs> well, no. they certainly need it. <laughs> no, much much like others, I'd, I'd rather watch them run themselves into the ground. Yeah, well, well, uh, that's what's happening. And, and you know, it's funny, the orange and blue, uh, if you look at the orange and blue alert, since you brought this up, on uh, the Power Hour, you know, you're familiar with the PowerHour.com. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those orange and blue alerts uh, that they, they cover all the different um, mascots or logos and of, uh, of corporations that are transitioning over to orange and light orange and blue. And it just seems so, so odd. Well, what colors are orange and blue belong to? What, do, mm, what are the official colors of what uh, international organization that, that protects us, uh, supposedly? Well, that would be the quintessential Illumiswine uh, location. <laughs> that, would be, what would that be um, not the UN. No, no. Be the, they're orange, I think, no. Or no, I'm sorry, they're still blue helmets, but... It's, it's NATO. It's the, it's the NATO colors. Yeah, NATO, <laughs> that's the ticket. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who are trying to uh, get uh, Georgia to provoke Russia into a war. <laughs> and uh, according to their own policies, they think that he, they can attack co- uh, countries that, uh, that aren't even, and this was just reiterated in 2007, they can mm-hmm. attack countries that haven't, under the pretext that they might develop nuclear weapons, but uh, even if they haven't yet or come close to it, they think that they should be allowed to uh, preemptively attack. And, and kind of upstage, they're saying the principle of MAD, or mutually assisted uh, destruction. So the, they think that they can win a nuclear war according to NATO's own policies. But um, yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting point that, uh, yeah, maybe it'll be the blue and orange room soon. And, and I think it's a subconscious thing that, that they're trying to get people used to blue and orange to identify with. You wait, it's going to be an orange rug or an <laughs> off-shade rug or the curtains. Something in that room is going to stand out and it'll be orange. You wait and see. Instead yeah. of red, white, and blue, it's now blue and off shade. It's not red no more. It's orange or orange lace on it or some such thing. Or black and red like Michelle Obama's black widow dress on the inauguration. It made her look like a butcher. Did you ever see that? Or Sadly, I missed that. It looks like she had splattered blood all over her. She had an hourglass figure. She had a black dress, red hourglass, and splattered dr- uh, blood tapering off the edges, <laughs> basically. Oh, she's definitely easy on the eye, but... Um, mm. Oh, it improved her figure, kind of like a, made her look like a nuclear reactor. If you ask me. Oh, 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 well. I mean, just the shape, not the size. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, now, um, well, we won't even touch her, their children because that would really get us in trouble. Just like the Bush. Yeah, let's not go there. Inquire a photojournalist taking pictures of the drunken Bush daughter. So finally, he just gets anthrax for some odd reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's continue. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see now. Uh, the, the network plans a primetime special prescription for America originating from the East Room exclude opposing voices on the debate. In a complaint to ABC News, Republican National Committee Chief of Staff Ken McKay called the decision, quote-unquote, astonishing, noting that ABC had rejected a request that dissenting voices from all sides of the political spectrum be represented. 
ABC News's announcement that they will openly turn over their news coverage to the government while censoring dissenting opinions goes one step further than the Bush administration, who at least made the effort to keep their fake news scandal a secret until it was exposed in 2005. Under Bush, the government produced fake news packages and distributed them to local news networks around the country, most of which aired them without question. The fake news packages were also broadcast on a national level by CNN. Reporters and pundits were also paid off by the government to promote specific policies. So uh, here we have ABC News admitting, uh, not uh, not really uh, proudly, but you know, just because they have to admit the fact that they uh, are just a, a mouthpiece for the government, and and uh, clearly I'm, they don't want it to be well known, but they, they admit it. Uh, it's it's just something that's a, a blurb on the news I've noticed lately, but they don't go into it as in, in as great detail as this article I just read, but uh, it, it just. It just needs to be said that recently, up until uh, well, maybe it was well before I was born, it seemed, but um, up until in the past 10 years, it seems that it, it used to be the media's responsibility to question the government's official story once upon a time. And so uh, it just it makes me kind of question why would anybody have cable or, or satellite TV to uh, even patronize the these uh, so-called news agencies that push the propaganda that you've already paid for. You've already funded the through your own taxes this propaganda, and then you pay for it again through your cable or your satellite subscription. So. Just wait till down the road when you're required to watch. I'm sure that mm. day is coming. Well, uh, with... With newer technology, maybe you know, voice-to-skull technology, NASA actually has patents from 2002. They can mm-hmm. uh, direct voices and images, and as well as read them. Recently, there's an article on that. Read and what your what your mind is actually seeing. Yeah, it's a you're, new technology. I don't know if it's ready. Newly admitted to, but yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. There's a lot of technology out there that. Well, they, what they did is they showed uh, they showed that uh, what the person was looking at, and then the computer was able to just give a rough translation of, of the image and and make it look uh, you know it is discernible, but it really wasn't mm-hmm. as good a quality. But yeah, they can read your mind uh, what you're seeing. Um, and I, I I really wasn't prepared to talk about this, so that'll be another yeah. story another show. But uh, yeah, there is a 2002 um, NASA. You can see on the NASA's website, uh, Voice to Skull Technology, they have this uh, subvocal. It's called subvocal mm-hmm. um, impulses that are, you know, you, you the words that your brain thinks but you don't actually speak, are actually being shunted into the vocal part of your brain, and and they're able to to read that and and uh, direct um, information into that. Yes, I think I, okay. Now I know what you're referring to. Yeah, there's actually. I remember reading something recently where they admitted that there were vending machines in certain areas where they had a transmitter in them that was projecting directly into people's minds by such and such a product and it was on a specific wavelength and it was an experiment and mm-hmm. the sales did go up so either they had a really snazzy picture or pricing price points or something but either way they did successfully test that I think based on what I had seen but and where the experiment <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of people just identify with the product and they don't know why and they all uh, well, it looks like we have a caller, uh, uh, and uh, do we have Pat on the line? Yes. Hi, Pat. How are you? 
Hi. Okay, fine. Um, I was just listening about um, you had said that there was going to be a network that was going to now be out of the White House. Uh, what was it, NBC? That was ABC. ABC? Yeah, uh, Un-American Broadcasting Company. American Broadcasting. And, and Un-American, I'm sorry, Un-American. <laughs> Un-American, yes. And uh, I've never heard of anything like that before. Has it been publicized, or, or uh, do the, do, does the general public realize the ramifications? Well, uh, Oh, that's a good question. Uh, if they're still watching ABC News, they don't. <laughs> I mean, it, it's something I, I hear on the radio. They just announced very briefly, but they don't go into a whole lot of the of the details, like this article by um, um, Paul Joseph Watson goes into. But um, yeah, it's basically going to be pretty much like uh, C-SPAN for the White House. Do you know when this is supposed to be happening? I don't think the article mentions that. I don't. Um, that's a good question. And is this in conjunction with um, the the turning off of the TVs for free, and and you have to go and have cable, or uh, how is this all connected? It seems like things are getting in control. It's you know uh, our freedoms to just be able to enjoy entertainment is being so regulated and well yeah yeah and the entertainment isn't yeah, well and now and now we're, we're starting to have a network that's just going to be totally propaganda all government all the time <laughs> yeah there are a lot of different um a lot of different uh techniques that they use uh, subliminally, in the, you know, already in uh, in the in the transmissions, they they um, they when they use all the different uh, things going on uh, when you see, when you're watching the news, so-called news, you, you'll notice like um, you know you see a ticker taper two or three uh, going along the bottom, and and you'll see waves on another section with images on top of that, and, and so you have a lot of things going on the screen at one time, and, and what that causes your mind to do in order to process all the information is to, is to uh, go into a more um, unconscious state in order for these, um, this subliminal information to work because, you know, your body's, your mind is just opening up to, uh, to the information in order to uh, process it. Well, I, I know my, I myself, whenever I'm watching something and then there's a ticker tape going underneath, like MSNBC or something like that, I can't do both. So most of the time I just watch, wind up watching the television without seeing what's on the ticker tape because you can't, con uh, at least I can't concentrate on both. So Actually, Miss, you can they actually have designed those ticker tapes. Uh -huh. Your mind can handle six simultaneous feeds, but that's the limit. And you're only consciously paying attention to the direct most feed, meaning usually what's the biggest on the screen. Right. But your subconscious mind is paying, paying attention to the other ones, which is why they put them in there. They're basically using those to program you for whatever they want you to do. Oh, my god. Whether gosh. it's to think in a certain way. They've been doing this. They've been at this for a long time. They know what they're doing. But Pat, as you and I um, are are on, uh, we resonate on on, uh, uh, well, 
self-realization fellowship and meditation and uh, and I, I would say and wouldn't you say too that that would help that helps you to um, uncover some of these blocks or uh, you know blocks of information or false information that we're being given have you ever noticed that absolutely um, I've heard also from more than one source that meditation and strengthening one's aura through meditation helps to protect uh, you from all of these attacks they're, that they're, they're trying to do electronically. And um, it's, it's very disturbing because no one has a right to go and, and interfere into your life and your thoughts and, and, and your being. That, nope. that is such a violation of the law of non-interference. And there's going to be consequences to that. And these people, these beings, don't realize, don't realize that they're only hurting themselves. Right. Because they're, they're so desperate to have power over people. Mm. And, and, but they do it in such a, a, a violent way that it, they're not going to succeed. It's got to fail. Right. They're out of control because they try to control others, and they, they don't understand that introspection is the real priority rather than trying to show off your power and you know, prestige or whatever. Absolutely. Um, the, the ones that have been the most powerful have been the, the most meek. Like you said, Gandhi and, and Jesus and, and a great avatars and... Uh, like Babaji or or mm -hmm. um, uh, Paramahansa Yogananda. Yes, yes. In in the um, early uh, 20th century, I mean, the yeah, true I mean, power is is um, through a peaceful way, not through forcing your will on another being or trying to take over another being's mind and thought so you can control them. Right, and, and um, Yogananda, did you ever get a chance to see where he met Gandhi in 1935? It's on the images page on my website. Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah, and in 1935 he initiated Gandhi, Paramahansa Yogananda, who brought Kriya Yoga to this country in the 1920s and um, really made it so popular, made yoga in general so popular. Uh, and Kriya Yoga's, uh, his teachings, his lessons, I found to be extremely uh, helpful. Yes. And yes, they are. They're, they're very good in guidance in your daily life. And it doesn't matter what religion you are. This mm -hmm. is a, a guide to your spiritual life to strengthen you spiritually through seeking God, through meditation. And uh, it does. It has, like I said, it has an effect strengthening your aura so that you, you are more protected. And I had heard on another radio show some... Um, they had a guest on, and this particular guest, they were talking about um, military interference in so far as these, these mind control projects and things that the, the black ops military is doing. And uh, this guest said, um, I think he worked for the military. He said the only ones that they had not been successful in interfering with were those people who had a very strong spiritual life. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, I, evil does not have a way to 
In my experience, it uh, doesn't have a way to understand you when you're in a, a very lighthearted and happy state. But um, as I was uh, starting to say that uh, Paramahansa Yogananda had uh, initiated Gandhi in 1935 into Kriya Yoga at his own request. So there's a, a picture of them together. And uh, so that's something that's very um, impressive about them both is that they, um, <laughs> they both uh, had a deep influence on each other. Uh, and uh, Lee, you were, we were talking about earlier uh, about uh, the, the subliminal effects of of television and, uh, and HDTV. Did you have something to add? Uh, yeah, well, I well, know, I, uh, actually, I know for myself that they have mapped the vibrations of my brain, the, the, um, the waves I give out. Well, yeah, I well, yeah, that's a that's a, I'd love to be able to talk about that uh, educated, but um, we just have about a minute here left. Lee, did you have something to add about HDTV, the the new HDTV that's just uh, being introduced now? Uh, well, actually, Pat, 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 Pat? I, I haven't seen any difference. I'm, I'm Pat. I'm I'm trying to um, ask Lee. The uh, Lee's our uh, board up, oh, our producer here. You want, I've got some very interesting information about it. Would it be okay to save it till uh, till after the break? Yeah, sure. I'm sorry, I didn't uh, get back right. to it fast enough. Okay. Breaks breaks coming up in a minute. But, Great, we'll uh, hold everybody we'll in suspense. Okay, well, well, thank you so very much for taking my call. I really appreciate it, and I'll keep listening. Well, thanks, Pat. Call back again. Have a okay. good night. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, then, um, yeah, we're going to get back uh, on this uh, subject in, uh, in about a minute. We Here we have left. I'll just give the phone numbers and close up. The first hour, we have one more hour to go. If you'd like to reach us here in Pinellas County, the local, uh, toll for, I mean, the local number is 727-441-3000. And toll free, you can reach us at 1-866-826-1340. That's 1-866-TAN-1340. The all-tell free call is star 1340. And we'll get into uh, mood lifters uh, that are natural options and uh, a little bit of um, the things in our environment and the pharmaceuticals that are dumbing us down and, and uh, bringing us down. You know, you're listening to Liberation Station. I'm your host, Chris Steiner. Please stay tuned. Must be the ones who start to mold a new Closer to the heart. CNN Radio, I'm Paul Chambers. Two Continental Airlines pilots take control of a transatlantic flight following the death of the plane's chief pilot. Karen Malice's mother and daughter were on board Flight 61 from Brussels. I heard pirates. And my heart about jumped out of my chest because I thought the flight had been taken over and that was the first thing I, I thought of. And then when more confirmation came that it was a pilot and that um, the assistant pilots took over, then I was a little bit more relieved. The plane landed safely at the Newark, New Jersey airport. The Pentagon is moving additional military units to Hawaii following word that North Korea may launch a missile in that direction. Defense Secretary Robert Gates. We're obviously um, um, watching um, the situation in the north with respect to missile launches very closely. Gates says the U.S. military is also monitoring a cargo ship from North Korea that may be carrying nuclear material. Iranian protesters upset over the results from last week's presidential election today mourned the deaths of eight fellow demonstrators. CNN's Reza Seya is in Tehran. Once again, tens of thousands, some estimate hundreds of thousands of supporters of Mir Hussein uh, Mousavi came together, they gathered and they rallied, but this time they weren't wearing the color green, which 
which has become the symbol of the Mir Hossein Mousavi uh, camp. Instead, they wore black. Uh, Mr. Mousavi himself asked his supporters to wear black in support uh, and in memory of uh, several people killed uh, on Monday. International journalists like our man in Tehran have been sequestered in their hotels by the Iranian government. Still, Saya tells us he can hear the protesters outside. The Senate today passed a $106 billion war spending bill. The measure now on its way to the White House for the president's signature. The most trusted name in news, this is CNN Radio. The Rays Report with Rich Herrera. On Thursday afternoon, the Rays finished up the three-game set with the Colorado Rockies. Unfortunately, the Rays were chasing the Rockies just about all day. First, Clint Barmas gets in the act. Swinging a long drive to left field. Crawford gives up on it. This one is way, way back, and the Rockies have a 2-1 to lead. Home run Clint Barmas on a hanging slider for Matt Garza. Then the pride of the Tennessee Falls, Todd Helton goes deep. Swinging a high drive way up there in the right field. Helton looking up, and that one is well out of here. A home run for Todd Helton, and the Rockies lead 3-1. to one. Rays come close, pick up two runs in the ninth, but will fall one short 4-3. to three. Rays will take on the Metropolitans. We get on the air with you at 6.30, first. Catch the Rays all season long on the Rays Radio Network. For tickets, log on to RaysBaseball.com. Rays Baseball on WDCF 1350. Have you ever listened to a talk radio show and said, I could do that? Well, you're right. You can right here on the Tantalk Radio Network. Your Tantalk program will include a professional engineer to handle every technical aspect of your program, professional talk and recording studios, four telephone lines to take live call-ins and conduct live interviews, even the ability to do live remote broadcasts. Not only will your program be aired locally in Tampa Bay, you'll be streamed live worldwide across the internet in audio and video. When you sign off, you'll receive an audio CD or MP3 copy of your program, which can be duplicated and distributed. In addition, you can archive and podcast this copy of your program on the internet for download and playback. Ready to explore the exciting world of talk radio? Here's the next step. Hey, Tampa Bay, listen up. You can have a one-hour program on the Tantalk Radio Network for less than the cost of one 60-second announcement on many local radio stations. We will put your program on two stations in Tampa Bay, AM 1340 and AM 1350. The cost? Less than a 60-second announcement on many Tampa Bay stations. Get the facts by calling Lola Jean, the broadcast queen, at 727-510-7622. That's 727 area code 510-7622. Call 510-7622 now and reserve your Tan Talk Network program. Hi, folks. This is the captain. Tune in here on the Tan Talk Radio Network, 2 to 3 p.m., to hear your hosts, Mike and Clary, and Reality Check Live, the radio show. Newsmaker guests, commentary, and your phone calls right here on the Tan Talk Radio Network. For more info, go to our website, realitychecklive.talkspot.com. That's Reality Check Live, now heard 2 to 3 p.m. on Tan Talk Radio. 
The K&J Sports Show. Thursday, 6 to 7. Baseball. Thursday, 6 to 7. Football. Thursday, 6 to 7. Hockey. Thursday, 6 to 7. Awesome. Thursday, 6 to 7. I think you get the picture. The K&J Sports Show. From pro to college to high school sports, we have got your fix. Have you got a favorite sports team? Do you have a child or friend playing high school sports? Have you ever wanted to hear the name of that person or that team on the radio? You just might. On the K&J Sports Show, 1340 WTAN, Thursday, 6 to 7. I'm George with The Fuse Weekly News, live on Sunday nights at 9 on Tantalk 1340. George, you and I are men of the people, just like our sponsor, the Widow Browns in Largo on Seminole Boulevard, just north of Almerton. Visit the Widow Brown for their 99-cent a la carte breakfast. And don't eat fast food. Get the Widow Browns 579 lunch special with drink. Homemade food is so much better than fast food. Go to georgenation.com and The Fuse on Sunday nights at 9 for comedy and news. And the Widow Browns in the heart of Pinellas. Visit georgenation.com for more info. back to the Liberation Station. I'm your host, Chris Steiner, and uh, the call-in numbers here in Pinellas, locally here in Pinellas, is 727-441-3000, toll-free, 1-866-826-1340, 866-TAN-1340, and the all-tell-free call is star 1340. And last, uh, last hour, we were talking a little bit about uh, media manipulation of our minds, and uh, we're getting into the HD TV, uh, the new HD TV tentacles that that, uh, that are uh, coming out of the tube. And uh, Lee, what did you, uh, what were you starting to say about that new technology? Well, I've received several reports, uh, and uh, I'm not really good on the technical aspects, and I don't have a, a really good article in front of me. However, the bottom line is that, and. Uh, um, I just want to see if I can get back to uh, this article I had here. This is from AboveTopSecret.com. Oh, that's uh, a good site. (laughs) Just, uh, this is quoting from from that site. Why is the government so anxious to help American citizens experience a clearer and more highly defined television picture? Does that make sense to you? Since when is the government so concerned about the visual quality of our televised entertainment that Congress would pass an undebated statutory proclamation which mandated that HD conversion take place on February 17th, 2009. We know it happened uh, more recently. And then subsidize subsidize about 90% of the associated cost. And then, uh, got a few more paragraphs to go here. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Apparently, the digital TV um, has the ability to transmit um, sounds in the sub- uh, uh, suboral range. Oh and yes, the SSSS technology. Oh, wow. Exactly. You know, you know what you know what we're talking about. Well, go ahead because I can't find. I'm pulling my notes. <laughs> sure. And, uh, it's uh, called Silent Sound Spread Spectrum, also nicknamed S Quad or Squad in military jargon. And uh, let's see, it's a silent communication system in which non-oral carriers in the very low—that's ELF or very high audio frequency VHF, which is. Uh, they want their VHF back, don't they, I guess? Range or in the adjacent ultrasonic frequency spectrum um, are amplitude or frequency modulated with a desired intelligence 
and propagated acoustically or vibrationally for inducement into the brain, typically through the use of loudspeakers, earphones, or piezoelectric transducers. Um, in layman's terms, this device, this sound of silence, simply allows for the unwarranted implementation of specific thoughts, emotions, and even prescribed physical actions into unsuspecting human beings. In short, it's talking about digital TV and the ability of digital TV to transmit uh, these non-oral so sounds that are below or above the range of human hearing. It has the very real ability to turn human beings into mere puppets in the hands of certain controllers or puppet masters. So, ah, would that be why the government wants us to have all the, th these nifty new brand new digital TVs? How cool. Um, Keep your eyes glued to the screen. Yeah, and, and I'll just tell you, uh, from a personal perspective, uh, a couple of years ago I was watching a lot of TV. I, I mean, I'm a TV freak, okay? And I just, you know, I started to feel so bad about it. I said, I'm getting these televisions out of here, out of here, you know? I mean, now I'm just working on internet, right? Getting rid of my All laptop, right. right? Well, we should start an organization, TVA. <laughs> yeah, TVs and TV viewers anonymous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And no TVs in the uh, at the meetings either. Yeah, been clean three years now. <laughs> yeah, I've gone. Uh, it's been two weeks, man. I don't know if I can hold on any longer. I need uh, I need to watch uh, Dream of Genie or something. But uh, <laughs> quick fix. <laughs> but um, anyway, so uh, so I got rid of the TVs, and then when I received this news, I realized, okay, good, I did the right thing because. So if you get digital TV uh, from, I think you were probably opening yourself up to, uh, you know, some serious brainwashing or serious mind control like uh okay let's all worship uh you know the 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 new savior whoever he's going to be you know yeah i'm, I'm pulling up my notes here on that sssss technology and um, let me see if i can find it here yeah um that would be mind control patent 5159703 515 you know oh, the u.s patent office uspto.gov you can find this up look this up uh Mind control patent, 5159703, as you said, silent subliminal presentation system using VLF, very low frequency, developed for military by Dr. Oliver Loray of Norcross, Georgia. And uh, that's all I have in my notes right now, which should be enough for anybody to look up more information, I hope. And, and, and I just had just one more thing to add. They used the same technology in um, Gulf War One, uh, and uh, they broadcast, they, they took over the... Um, the Iraqis' uh, uh, communications transmissions, and they transmitted their stuff, and they used this technology, and they uh, somehow induced this uh, huge stupor uh, uh, group of Iraqi soldiers, and I forget how many. I mean, thousands and thousands of them to to come out, lay down their arms, and surrender. I mean, w without firing a shot. Just by using this technology, so and remember so that they're all disheveled. Hmm? They're all disheveled. Remember, they they had uh, the, they were missing you know, like one shoe on, one shoe off, and <laughs> <laughs> uniforms weren't buttoned up quite right. <laughs> Wonder what they were doing that now. But uh, wonder what we were having them doing. Then, you know? <laughs> good, uh, good point. And uh, they actually dis not only did they lay down their arms, they they uh, politely disassembled them before laying down their arms. So you can imagine the instructions, uh, hmm. disassemble your weapons and come out and you know throw them, throw them on the ground. But uh, we'll they were, they were begging. <laughs> they, they were literally on their knees in front of the American soldiers. Uh, please, you know, 
please accept our surrender. It was just, you know, so this is ex extremely powerful technology. Okay, thanks for mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, thanks for bringing me, that uh, up. I, I forgot all about uh, that. And by the way, thanks so much. Yeah, I, I forgot all about that. And thanks for reminding me. There's just so much to talk about. Um, we have in the studio now, uh, as well as Dennis joining us from the first hour, uh, we have Steve and Chris with us. How are you doing, guys? All right, how are you doing? Doing Good. well, thank thanks you. For thanks, thanks for stopping by. And, and uh, what did you have to add? Well, um, just not to invalidate anything that that's being said, because it's you know, it's essentially true that this technology is devastating and it exists. But let's also look at what they're not not what they're adding to the to the mix here, but also what they're taking away as far as uh, the analog signal. Um, just think about what that means as far as censorship too. If you can't broadcast an analog signal, or if you can intercept these analog signals with this, you know, this th these new standards in place, mm -hmm. uh, that what what sort of what sort of ground up sort of dissenting voice could you possibly have? You know, if someone wants to, uh, you know, utilize any older technology, you know, they just phase this out. So yeah, know, so no nobody will be able to tune in and no, uh, exactly. you know, so-called pirate transmissions, which yeah, yeah. are not really pirate. I mean, if if there's a the FCC people have been able, uh, the FCC's rule that if people are using a frequency that's not already been assigned, they can actually broadcast. But you know, of course, who's going to have a digital transmitter? You're saying? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good point. I also think it's kind of funny that they're going to the sound thing. Maybe it's because of all the people that they they've gotten to, with the sugar industry, all the diabetics that are going blind. Maybe they're trying to figure out a way to get them with subliminal messaging still. <laughs> yeah, munch, munch, munch. <laughs> and yeah, speaking of sugar, thanks for bringing that up. We're going to talk a little bit now about health and um, mood lifting. Um, well, Dennis, you uh, brought some information uh, to, talk, to talk about, like, uh, what are you going to talk about? Some essential oils that you brought? Luckily, you helped me uh, bring some uh, research that I wasn't uh, quite a, as versed on as you. Well, actually, just to, to round out the uh, HDTV uh, thing, it uh, what Lee was mentioning there about the uh, Iraqi troops surrendering, I had a friend that was on the front lines back in the first Gulf War, because, I mean, we went to high school together, and he... He was telling me afterwards, he says, these guys just came up to us, surrendered, and been, he thought it was because they had been starved. I mean, they had a sandwich and then a Coke or a Pepsi as their rations for a day, and then that went down to half a sandwich and a Pepsi as their rations for the day. So he thought at the time that, that they were surrendering because they were starved. Oh, he yeah, said all they, that sand in their sandwiches. Well, he said they also, they grabbed, they gave them their MREs and they had Tabasco sauce in there. They downed that like it was candy, he said. He couldn't believe that. But with what Lee just described about how they were using it, it never made that connection, but it does make sense. I mean, they, dis they discontinued use of the SOSIS net around that time, and they also started to change from ELF to some other format. So those are the frequency ranges used. So it does make sense that they were preparing to use it for something else. And mm -hmm. as far as old equipment, you'll still be able to use it, but you won't get the reception of those channels because those channels will be transferred over to somewhere else. So you'll just get static. But that very white noise you could be listening to could be the programming side of things that, you know, so you might not want to use those old TVs for that. But as far as what I brought here, um, mm -hmm. I have to just throw these in my bag. Yeah, like essential oils. And what, what did you want to cover for um, you sure. know, us mood lifting? There's so many different oh, um, yes. options and uh, nutritional options. and and uh, rem remedies for lifting moods? Well, 
What I had been discovering the last year, mostly like you said, by listening to the Power Hour and some other programs, is essential oils. Uh, these are basically what God gave us back originally. I mean, it's the concentrated form of something like, say, thyme or oregano or clove or garlic or orange, etc. So I mean, you, you're you really making me excited now because I have all those oils at home, and they're very mood lifting. They're exciting. They're just natural, natural highs. And right. and just before I got here, I think I'd, I'd already told you, I, not to show off, but I, I put some <laughs> uh, frankincense and myrrh on my temples and on my third eye, and uh, some rosemary to help it penetrate in a little bit. And it's really exhilarating, more than very grounding, a lot more than. Uh, than one would expect. Uh, it's probably more fun than we should be allowed to have, but uh, well, that's, it's still legal. Well, that's just the thing. The, the essential oils, you have different benefits. Um, Wait, have these statements been evaluated by the FDA? <laughs> not intended to treat, Most likely or not. diagnose any disease, <laughs> condition, or well, ailment. <laughs> one of the things I found out recently is doctors from 100 years ago, you know what they carried in their medical kits? Oil. Essential oils. That's why they, the kids hated it. The, the medicine tastes bad. Well, it, it wasn't necessarily cod liver oil. That might have been what he prescribed for the particular ailment, but it was essential oils. That's what they would give as prescriptions because, yeah, there was a problem for the patient, but the patient's problem was most likely A, caused by diet, but B, caused by something else introduced into the person that you want to strengthen their immune system. And that's what essential oils also will do is they will strengthen your immune system uh, some of them are specific, like say, um, like there's a range of essential oils that are great for antimicrobial, antibacterial. There's other ones that are great for because of the aromas they have, like you mentioned, rosemary and um, I think it's uh, myrrh and frankincense, that are calming effect. And there's lemon and other ones. Mm -hmm. There's there's a range of what they can do for you, but they're natural. They're what your body needs, and it's in a natural form. And rather than try and recommend specific ones per se, I think people need to start looking into this because I guarantee you as things start to get ugly, you're going to want something other than a pharmaceutical to help you mm -hmm. get well. And yeah, the, the, you know, these pharmaceuticals don't actually, well, I don't believe they actually make you well because they cause uh, greater anxiety. And, and uh, there's a great website um, for the SSRI class of uh, anti-anxiety, anti um, depression medications. Uh, SSRI stands for Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitor, mm -hmm. and a statins. great. Well, then there's yeah, the statins are a cholesterol lowering lowering drug, but uh, yeah, that, that's another that's <laughs> another pharmaceutical that they let go and uh, Merck allowed um, over fifty thousand people to die when they already knew that uh, it was going to cause heart attack when Vi they knew Vioxx would would cause heart attacks. And uh, these statin drugs. There's another good website on that. <laughs> you're going to get me going now because these statin drugs. Um, uh, it's it's related to the the uh, causes memory loss and amnesias mm -hmm. and. Uh, Oh gosh, there's um, on the links section on my site. I can't remember the actual the doctor. I'll pull it up and give it to you in a moment. It was actually but, I think it was the doctor last week talked about it on the Power Hour, right. and he was talking about how the statin drugs actually cause damage to your mitochondrial DNA. I mean, right. your energy. How, how dastardly do you have to be to release that on the public and yes. then tell them, well, we just didn't know. They're, they're enzyme inhibitors. Enzyme yeah. inhibitors. Yeah. But there's, there's so many different negative effects when you yeah. can't really point to anything positive that they do. Oh, exactly. And, and the interesting thing is is how these drugs are discovered. You know, we have, I think, a false perception in the public at how, how these people like GlaxoSmithKline and all these places go about discovering these things. They're not, they're not really looking 
um, at a disease and coming up with a mode of symptom suppression. That, that's as far as they'll go with symptom suppression. They're not going to look at the causal roots of the disease. What they're doing is they're looking at chemicals and, and, and by happenstance finding, you know, what these chemicals happen to do to the body. And if it happens to counteract a certain symptom of a certain disease, then, hey, let's run with it, you know? Let's... Uh, Let's uh, make this uh, th th this chemical. Let, let's not investigate the side effects. You know, let's not investigate what sort of damage to the very proteins of our DNA. You know, the amino acids that it's doing. You know, dude, that's that's not good business. Don't worry about the animal bleeding. Well, no, it's great business if you can if you can be the one providing that kind of damage, and then the <laughs> recommended solution. Not good PR. Yeah, that's the even over counter uh, over counter medications uh, are just like loaded with side effects like ulcers you know it's like yeah. oh that's not not a problem i, I don't want to have a headache tomorrow but or, or today but I'll, I'll take the ulcer tomorrow and uh and uh, as i was saying that uh, these the statin drugs um they knew back when they were developed in the 50s uh that it would cause a uh, deficiency a depletion in your body of coenzyme q10 as you're mentioning the enzyme enzymatic processes and the original uh, version of the statin drugs included uh, supplemental CoQ10, coenzyme Q10, because they knew that it would have been depleted. And uh, subsequent versions of statin drugs uh, don't uh, don't include the CoQ10. But uh, yeah, as we were mentioning, as we were talking about, um, yes, uh, the, the, that website is uh, spacedoc.net. Dr. Dwayne Gravelin or Graveline on the uh, the long known side effects of, of statin drugs, and uh, he was um, he was a, a doctor in NASA, so that's why the website is spacedoc.net. And uh, regarding SSRIstories.com, they have over 3,100 horror stories of those who are on or suffering withdrawals from uh, these anti-anxiety, antidepressant SSRI medications, quote-unquote medications. So we can see all the homicidal and suicidal stories of, of people um, who just go nuts on them, on these uh, SSRIs and, and some other um, mood lifting, I mean, uh, anti-anxiety medications um, that are not SS in the SSRI class are also uh, a cause of uh, anxiety. But um, getting back to these essential oils, you mentioned cod liver oil and you mentioned uh, some of these essential oils. Is there a difference between essential fatty acids and essential oils? Is there people get confused ah. sometimes? Okay, yes. Uh, you're, the cod liver oil, per se, is essentially uh, omega-3 fatty acids. There's also omega-6 and omega-9 in there. I'm still learning the differences there. Um, but essential oils are different in that they are exactly how they are described, the essential, the essence of a plant. Whereas like cod liver oil is a specific, it comes from the liver of a codfish. You also can get salmon liver oil. You can get um, some other ones as well. I think there's sardine liver oil if you want it. Right, the cold water fish and yeah. have a higher level of omega-3s in them. Right. Now myself, I, I can't eat fish. I cannot stand the scent of it. It makes me nauseous. So I had to come up with an alternative. And what I found is a lot of these cod liver oils are using the same um, oil chains, the fatty oil, fatty acids that are found in flaxseed oil. So I use that myself. Uh -huh. And I find that's just as effective because a lot of fish farms that make this cod liver oil, that's what they're feeding the fish is flax. 
And so you get the same thing out of it. Now, I'm still learning that, so I don't know all the specifics. I'm, but I do know that the essential oils are definitely beneficial and people can mm-hmm. educate themselves. Like, here, I was a person who didn't know anything about essential oils a year ago. Now I'm mm-hmm. able to give you a coherent conversation. So anybody can learn it if you look. Can, can we name drop? Can we uh, yeah. drop yeah, some so Well, that was the thing. I wasn't sure if we should do that. Oh, yeah, promote everybody because okay. anybody who gives out good information needs to be well, uh, pushed. <laughs> okay, well, what I brought to the studio tonight was actually several books. One of them is from uh, Young Living Essential Oils. I got that off the Power Hour. You can order this book. I forget uh-huh. whether it was a dollar or two or maybe three bucks. And that's through the powermall.com. Powermall.com. And because the Power Hour doesn't uh, have any corporate sponsors, they just to sell their own products to support the show. So right. if people want to uh, support the show, uh, the power, um, thepowerhour.com is the website. Thepowermall.com is the shopping site. And uh, mm-hmm. to listen to the shows and to listen to the archives, yep. as well as many other shows uh, like Alex Jones and many other powerful, informative shows, go to GCNlive.com. That's Genesis Communications Network, GCNlive.com. Okay, and another book I brought was the Essential Wild Food Survival Guide by Linda Runyon. Uh, this is a woman who uh, came up with this book and video series for if you had to survive off the plants around you, how would you know which ones are actually edible versus which ones would be harmful to you? And she goes through what you would want to look for, how you would identify them, and all of that. And then uh, another book I brought was uh, When Technology Fails by Matthew Stein. This is a person that was uh, from MIT and he came up with this manual for self-reliance, sustainability and surviving the long emergency if you came into that situation, which is very possible. Let's say you got a hurricane blowing through, it takes out your power, how do you survive for a week? Let's say it's a little longer than a week because maybe there's a lot more damage and they can't get the lines back up for power in your area Mm -hmm. and you're dependent on that. Well, Well, how do I survive? I have my Berkey water filter, I can filter water from a pond and then I can go sprout some of my wheat and have it within two or three days and have some sprouted wheat and maybe some wheatgrass a little bit longer further after that and plus some other variety of other seeds and grains to sprout so I think I'll be pretty fortified Mm -hmm. for that. Well, see, we're also in a fortunate position where we're now able to look at the what-if situation instead of being forced into, okay, now we're here, what do we do, without ever having thought it ahead. You're not, we're in a position here where we can look ahead and say, what if this disaster comes down the road? What if, what if society crashes? How would I do it? So we have these opportunities before us. And was there a caller? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, do we, do, uh, pardon me, uh, do we have a caller on the line? I guess we don't. No, okay. that, was, uh, that was our mystery call. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> what a good screener. Person calls in and just hangs up on poor Lee. <laughs> Probably just checking the telephone lines and just want to you know, thank mm-hmm. him for that. <laughs> well, uh, don't be afraid to call. The local number here in Pinellas is 727-441-3000. We'd like to hear if you have something to add, any experiences, uh, positive or negative, uh, or any information. You can reach us toll free at 1 866 826 1340. That's 866 TAN 1340. The all tell free call is star 1340. And uh, while we're on the subject of essential oils, um, there's a, a company that I get most of mine from, so uh, this is a, a unpaid for plug for them. Great American Natural Products is in St. Petersburg at 4121 16th Street North. That's 4121 16th Street, North St. Petersburg, 33703. That's Florida, USA. And their phone number is 
4372. Um, they have a, a lot of great uh, values, um, you know, a lot of great deals on their essential oils, and I've gotten um, hundreds of dollars of essential oils from them before because they're such great deals, and I've always had good uh, luck with them because they are um, pharmaceutical, not pharmaceutical, they're medicinal grade or therapeutic grade rather than uh, aromatherapeutic grade, which is one step lower, and then there are other steps lower than that, so they should not be used for... Um, yeah, from much of anything, they're they're often cut with a lot of chemicals. Plus, uh, Great American. That, if that's the same place I'm thinking of on 16th, they also have incredibly an incredible variety of teas, all yeah. natural herbs and teas that you can get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have teas and bulk section and uh, a lot of different natural soaps and such like that. And uh, some of the uh, essential oils that I uh, really enjoy. Um, <clears throat> are like oregano, ones like oregano, which uh, is extremely antiseptic. And any of the, uh, any of the germs, uh, bacteria, fungus, parasites, bacteria, uh, I'm sorry, bacteria, fungus, parasites, uh, or uh, fungus or spores can be killed by oregano, and anything that, um, anything that oregano doesn't kill, uh, lemongrass will, will kill. But uh, some, as for mood lifting, some of the favorites, like we mentioned, are uh, frankincense and myrrh. Very valuable. I mean, they were even traded uh, as gold in ancient times. And uh, I also like Lang Lang, geranium, mm-hmm. uh, lavender, rosemary, eucalyptus, peppermint. Peppermint's a great mm. one. Chamomile's a good one. Yeah. Chamomile's very relaxing. Yeah. I guess it'd be more of a stress reducer, but mm-hmm. yeah. it's all uplifting. You know, it's also, I think, important to point out to people that, that are getting new into this that you want to make sure you find the um, pharmaceutical grade if you're going to use it for anything internal. And you have to really pay attention to where you're getting it because there's also vendors, quote-unquote, trying to get into this market who are putting out less than the best quality materials. I mean, I've also found a place at a flea market that I was able to go to, and there's a, s- a seller there that I go to for a lot of my stuff if I can't get over to that place in St. Pete. Uh-huh. But it took me time to find out that, okay, there's a place I can go to. I didn't even buy from the person until I had a chance to talk with that person and make sure that what they're selling is absolutely what I'm looking for, rather than just something that you could topically wipe on your body. I want to be able to take this internally. Well, so it, it does go internal onto anything that goes on your skin will go in your bloodstream yeah. pretty much. That's true, too. And, you know, as far as um, actually growing these things yourself, um, I just kind of want to touch on Linda Runyon's book here. She has a lot of uh, good advice on the edibles all around us. But uh, a a great primer and um, an amazing, I I would call it my my health Bible, as far as as this sort of thing goes, is uh, Charles Walter's Minerals for the Genetic Code. And it um, basically focuses on the mineral content of these plants and of these herbs and how uh, a lot of our diseases are actually caused by mineral imbalances or uh, missing mineral cofactors. Uh, modern medicine, we don't really, I mean, we're just coming around to understanding this again. All this research was done in the 70s, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, suppressed since then. Uh, but or underreported, or, or underreported yeah. exactly. I mean, and then uh, try to be, uh, and then a lot of uh, studies are actually upstaged by uh, other studies sponsored yeah. by, say, pharmaceutical companies <laughs> or opposing interests. Well, you don't get the grants unless you're, you know, touting the establishment line anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, but in the the index of this book is uh, an, an entire alphabetical list of of plants 
I'm sorry, it's a categorical list of plants and exactly what minerals they concentrate. And, and the book itself is what mineral imbalances, what symptoms to be looking for, which for whatever mineral imbalances you have. So I mean, you can just reference the back, and you know, like you need magnesium to balance out your calcium, you know, uptake as magnesium and calcium have to work together. Uh, you can find some portulaca growing in your yard, and uh, you can even just eat the leaves. Um, and it tells you what part of the plant to get the things from, you know, or where to get, how to press the essential oils, stuff like that. It's, it's yeah, that, that's a that's a, a field I'd like to talk to you some more about. Having just met you, I, I don't know much about it, but um, where do you get the? Do you press the seeds, or, or is there just certain parts that you? Completely depends. I mean, mm -hmm. certain herbs you're going to do the the flower part itself, uh, the bud or the uh, or the seeds. Seed is mainly where you're getting this kind this, and and. I, you know, I'm not an expert on this, but I'm willing to theorize, I'm willing to say that uh, it, it really is the mineral content itself that these these weeds, because essentially all herbs are weeds. Um, and if you know any, anything about uh, um, sort of an agricultural situation, uh, the the weeds always grow on the worst land. They, they grow on the most, uh, usually the most arid or the, the, the most underbalanced, all your cultivated plants are going to grow where all the nitrogen is and where you have a good balanced soil. The weeds really like the, the sandy, the loams and stuff like that. And that's because what they're doing is their job is to concentrate uh, certain minerals from the subsoil, bring it up to the top and concentrate it in, in their various parts. Uh, oh, so, it's a balancing act. Yeah, for and, and they, exactly. It is, it is, uh, they're getting these signals somehow to balance the soil. Um, and they're doing it. And when they die, they decompose, they, they, they set those things back on top of the soil, uh, whether it be in the seeds, the leaves, the root, and it, uh, you know, it just... Unlike, unlike us, the, uh, the earth knows how to balance itself and the plants go willingly. <laughs> well, I find what I find interesting is, you know, what we often describe as weeds are not, like a dandelion. You can eat dandelion. I mean, mm -hmm. when you were a, when I was a kid, I was like, eh, look at those things. Oh, wait, pop that off, you know. Like typical things you do as a kid, but you never stop and think, oh, it's a weed, and your parents will all be like, get that stuff out of my lawn. No, that's a healthy plant that's beneficial well, to you. Have yeah. some for dinner instead. Right. <laughs> if, you, if, you, uh, if you take any, um, how should I put it? Uh, or milkweed even, that's another one. Yeah, that's a great one. Milkweed, milk thistle. Yeah, but, um, Sorry, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, if we want to talk also, um, uh, I'm going to get back on some of the uh, mood lifters getting back to you know, serotonin. Um, mm -hmm. Serotonin precursors are some supplements you can actually uh, boost your own body's production of serotonin rather than taking these uh, SSRI drugs that uh, just recycle the serotonin or actually a half-assed version of serotonin through your body. <laughs> or through your brain, and then it actually rewires your synapses after almost a month, and, uh, and then you're basically um, somewhat dependent, uh, addicted. Uh, but, uh, you know, to avoid these SSRI drugs or any anti-anxiety drugs um, uh, is desirable, and uh, some of the things that you can take to increase your serotonin are things like L-tryptophan, uh, which was outlawed in uh, 1989, I believe. And then a week later, uh, mm -hmm. the, the uh, big push for Prozac was on the front page of Newsweek, oddly enough. And the reason tryptophan, a very effective uh, mood lifter, painkiller, good for PMS and aches and muscle aches and, uh, and a wide variety of uh, physical um, and, and mental uh, ailments, but uh, the, this tryptophan is a, a, a competitor to these uh, newly, at the time, newly invented pros, um, 
SSRI drugs like Prozac was the, the pioneer of, of those. And uh, so they claimed that there was a contaminated batch of L-tryptophan that came over from Japan, and it ended up because uh, being the result of a genetically modified process, uh, a new process that uh, contaminated the tryptophan, but otherwise tryptophan is completely safe. And the uh, condition that uh, these gen the genetically modified tryptophan caused, well, the natural tryptophan is able to cure. But the FDA did not allow it back on the market until about two years ago. And uh, I, by the way, I get most of my supplements I, uh, through swansonvitamins.com. That's a good uh, value for supplements. And if you, if you have any suggestions for your supplements, I'll be glad to hear them. You know what I noticed, too, is if, if we think about this for just a second, let's see, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Its very name describes to you the fact that they're screwing around with your brain chemistry. It selectively targets certain serotonin points that your brain should naturally want to reabsorb this or change it. Remember, your, body, your brain, at night, your brain is going through a number of chemical changes to process the information and the, the chemical reactions it's had during the day. These reuptake inhibitors are stopping your brain from doing what it's supposed to do naturally. So, of course, you're screwed up. And then it's when it's when people stop taking them that they start to flip out. Yeah, yeah, that's the big problem. And, and you know, I've met so many people on them that they think that they need it because they're so dependent on it. When they mm -hmm. try to go off in the past, well, that's a bigger problem than than taking it. Usually, enough. What, from what I've heard and read, um, they should be gone off. They should be uh, tapered off slowly. Yes. The interesting. But, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, the interesting thing is the biggest catalyst for these problems is tap water. It's the fluoride in the town. Mm, yeah, yeah, we're, right. we're right about to play it, uh, a clip on that. You're very astute. <laughs> you mix yeah. that with the subliminal messaging, and you've got yourself a, a great deal. What, but another thing, too, is the um, in minerals versus uh, um, vitamins. In order for your body to absorb vitamins, you have to have minerals in place. Well, minerals are just are so key, and, and we really need a good understanding, a good public understanding. This stuff needs to be taught in schools. I mean, seriously, right. it needs to be part of a, a good curriculum. You know who taught you know who taught me about that is a friend of mine that's diabetic, and twenty about twenty years ago, maybe just less than twenty years ago, he was he was taking insulin. He had just started, and he was taking thirty two units of insulin twice a day. Then someone told him about the uh, mineral complex that you could take. It's a li li uh, liquid supplement that you take with juice in the morning. And because it's ionically charged, it's electrically charged, your body absorbs those minerals and puts them where it needs them. And then your body is then able to take in the vitamins coming through the bloodstream exactly. to where they're needed. Well, he went from 32 units of insulin twice a day to down to 16. And he's diabetic. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can reverse. Di there are mm -hmm. books on reversing diabetes. Things like chromium and colostrum are, right. are good for yeah. that. Uh, vanadium, uh, chromium alpha, and vanadium. vanadium. And, and alpha and lipoic acid uh, is is also. It's a fat soluble and it's the only fat soluble and water soluble antioxidant. Mm -hmm. Now, what you're talking about is uh, these these more natural or natural forms of minerals and amino acids that are chelated or bound to each other, yes. so they're better absorbed. And well, exactly. And and I'd also like to point out, and it's important to mention that we're not just looking at the Mendeleev chart of period, uh, periodic chart here. I mean, we, there are many more elements. There's subatomic elements. Uh, there's uh, you have your your ninety something odd trace elements, mm -hmm. which are found in perfect balance in seawater. Um, interestingly enough, mm -hmm. um, for, for the body, you can actually. I read that in, in sort of a clutch scenario, you can you can uh, transfuse seawater and in in your body instead of blood. 
because because well, it has the the proper mineral balance. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how long that'll last, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, you know it's like a saline solution sort of thing, medical situation. But uh, uh, the the trace minerals themselves are not known about. Uh, widely. Uh, trace minerals, not enough research is being done about them, but they are understanding that uh, in the human uh, gene sequence, uh, there are 64 codons, and every single codon is an attachment site for a particular mineral. Um, and at every, like, there, there are stop points, stop sequences, uh, there are, you know, just how the whole thing pans out, you have uh, it works out to where you have all 90 trace minerals attaching themselves in there too, along with the whole chart, the Mendeleev chart. Mm. Um, and fluoride, fluoride is key because fluoride mm-hmm. is a mimicker. Fluoride. Well, you're speaking about uh, sodium or stannous fluoride as opposed to the calcium fluoride, which is a, a trace mineral that's valuable to us. Well, I'm, I'm speaking of uh, fluoride in general, just taking the place of any other uh, of, the, of your of your halogen groups, uh, elements, or mineral. Sorry, elements on that table that uh, are required for uh, proper thyroid function, proper endocrine system function, um, the balancing of your hormones in your body. Well, hor- uh, fluoride, your body mistakes fluoride for chlorine. It, it, it mistakes it for right. bromine. It bromine, mistakes it for fluoride. iodine. And it's because it's so reactive. It's, it, it is the most mm-hmm. uh, toxic element on the periodic table. And, you know, I was taught that in high school. I was taught that in chemistry. And, and I'm just thinking, you know, fluoride. What, what do we have in our toothpaste? What do we have in our drinking water? What, 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 what is the point of it? And I understand it's sedative. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, to, it's to relax us, but also to reduce our IQ and make us less uh, incentivized. And, and to reduce our immune system's mm-hmm. ability to really deal with much. Um, and cause cancer. It, it also allows uh, certain substances like aluminum, which they may be spraying on us, to, it also allows uh, certain substances like gotcha. aluminum that they might be spraying on us to uh, uh, to uh, uh, attach onto it and then uh, pass the blood-brain barrier to allow aluminum into the brain. Oh my, yeah, well, causing plaques that are related to Alzheimer's uh, because people with Alzheimer's get uh, those uh, aluminum plaque buildups. And uh, it's related, but uh, they say there's no causative reaction. But uh, yeah, we should check out our baked goods for all the aluminum that's in it. They, or even pickles, they put aluminum in to make it crispy. And you know, it's not a very uh, conductive metal to, and it's not an Plus natural. Plus underarm deodorant. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's it absorbs right through mm-hmm. it into your lymph nodes when you do that. And, and you know, all of these these elements are necessary in very trace amounts. I mean, very, very, you, you even need fluoride in, in, in a very, very, very small, I, I don't know the, the micrograms or whatever it is right now. Yes, offhand. well, it's like calcium fluoride. I know that is uh, in um, homeopathic remedies, preparations, homeopathic meaning uh, very dilute uh, concentrations, but it's the calcium fluoride that's, that's helpful to us. And uh, but it's the sodium or the stannous fluoride, or other types of fluoride that are that are toxic to us, and that's what they're that's what they're using in combination with other um, uh, toxic waste that uh, accompanies the fluoride. Well, supposedly the the chloramines that they've uh, our city St. Petersburg, the municipal water supply has switched to is it chloramine or chloraminamines? It chloramine. 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 Um, didn't didn't uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I I believe they used chlorine before just as a purifier. Um, and now they've switched to chloramines, and it's my understanding that it, it's a more expensive process. But it's my understanding that it it, it is what actually breaks up those uh, fluorine compounds 
fluoride compounds um, smaller to where carbon filters can't actually take yes. take most of the fluorine. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's I, I know it's such a small molecule. Last year when I, I arrived here, I, I was uh, I had the rude awakening that they were they were switching from chlorine to chloramine one for a period of time, and the excuse they used was, "Oh, well, we need to clean the pipes in the city, and this is going to be required for a month." And from what I understand, they went back. But that was around the time I decided, yeah, I'm going to use that Berkey filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good ceramic until filter. I, until I got that, I, I was just going to the, the grocery stores and putting the quarter in the machine and getting a gallon of uh, filtered water because it was the best I could get at the time. And, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. what, 25, 30 cents, whatever for a gallon. You wonder about that water, too. <laughs> yeah, could get a tap water. It could have the cheapest filter on that water. Well, you yeah. can get an undissolved uh, solids meter and stick it right in there. Um, mm-hmm. I'll show you. My friend Pat, uh, who we spoke with earlier, did that to some of my water. And, um, yeah, the Berkey, can be found, the Berkey water filters can be found uh, through New Millennium Concepts. I'm not quite sure of their website, but you can Google <laughs> New Millennium Concepts and, uh, and find them. Yeah, you definitely don't want to – you do not want to – Google the concept Berkey. Because oh. I tried the term Big Berkey, and it brought me to a very bad site. You want to make sure you f- look for Birkenfeld filters or water purification systems. What was then, it, something like torture or water uh, torture? Or? No. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, that well, could have been involved, a... <laughs> but let's not dwell there. Okay, well, yeah. Let's just say it was a, it was the wrong site to go to. And it, I was trying to yeah. show an elderly lady at the time, and that and the first thing that came up was I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 click back. Well, now you're contributing to the delinquency of minors. Thanks. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, no, well, well, hopefully not. Okay, so Berkey is uh, B-E-R-K-E-Y, and uh, I think it, it might come up if, if you do that. But they have uh, good ceramic filters. and. Yes. And uh, a sports bottle that I brought you, tonight. Um, you can use the term Dalton filters. Uh-huh. That was the original. The, the company was Dalton. Oh, okay. And, um, that uh, the British started. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. The, the ceramic filters that are being provided now are actually being made, a lot of them in India. So the quality's gone downhill since the originals. Mm-hmm. But you can still get the originals from the Dalton company in England. And that's the uh, key. Do your research because, you know, there's a lot of companies out there trying to make a quick buck and just mm-hmm. doing just very improper I mean, I mean, you're you're better off just drinking the tap water straight. Cert- certainly, these filters have aluminum. You know, just yeah, access all sorts of odd stuff. Dumping it right into your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we almost purchased one of those that uses aluminum to, to, to I guess take out the fluoride or something. It doesn't do that. It actually messes you up even worse. Oh, that's interesting. I'll have to look more into that. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to <laughs> having used it. it. Well, I have a Berkey uh, ceramic filter here, just for the webcam's sake. I'll just show it for everybody. You can take uh, this water bottle around with you. And uh, if you go to a a water fountain and you don't like the water, which you shouldn't anyway, uh, just put it in this filter and squeeze it out, and it'll uh, filter your water for you, even if you're uh, out on on your boat and not salt water. If you're on a freshwater pond, you can can use this uh, water bottle to filter your water Mm -hmm. if you're uh, in in a pinch. Um, now, to get back to some of these uh, mood-lifting supplements I just made note of, and then we'll play the, uh, the clip on the, on the fluoride, um, some other great mood-lifters. Um, well, we mentioned the essential fatty acids. Uh, oh, and I forgot to mention, though, that, um, see, I started out on fish oil, and then I found out about hemp seed oil, which is the only yes. land foliage. Yes, has mm-hmm. all the, uh, the amino balance. acids, essential amino acids. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's this not available in the United States? Yeah. Well, it's also great for five different types of cancer, including very difficult to treat pancreatic oh, yeah. cancer, lung cancer, brain cancer, and that's another factor. Yeah, 
But it's so healthy. Let's ignore see, the controlled substances completely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> These essential fatty acids are, are essential for our brains and our skin and our hair and the insulation on our nerves. Uh, the myelin sheath is our insulation. And when we lose that, then we start having neurological problems. Uh, there's so many other problems mm -hmm. that are caused. But um, the essential fatty acids uh, in hemp seed oil, I've, I've had the best luck with because I, I started out with the fish oil. And uh, once I got the hemp seed oil in the mail, I... I started it uh, alternating every other day between the hemp seed and the fish oil. And after about a week, um, I really didn't need, I, I felt, uh, I, I felt uh, a, a new smoothness to my skin. And uh, not that I was looking for it, but um, you know, a more relaxed uh, mindset also. So I, I noticed a, a better result with the hemp seed oil, which has to be imported from uh, Canada at this point in time. But uh, we ought to be able to grow for a variety of reasons. And, uh, the main one in my mind being it's so therapeutic, uh, and we could also help the um, the industry of in this uh, in this country. Uh, the health industry would be at a loss also. Um, and then uh, there are some other uh, supplements that are serotonin precursors like vitamin D. Um, some doctors say that up to 2,000 international units per day is, is, um, is a good amount, uh, not too much. They used to say vitamin D was uh, toxic at high levels, but there's no research for that other than uh, if you're eating a polar bear liver, which is uh, extremely high in vitamin D. Um, then there's Damiana leaf. I really enjoy taking that. That's a very great mood lifter and uh, uh, aphrodisiac. Um, chromium is uh, chromium is a, a mineral, a, a trace mineral. GTF chromium or chromium picolinate uh, are, are good for, it's good for reversing diabetes and uh, it's also a serotonin precursor. Kudzu root, K-U-D-Z root. Yeah. It's uh, especially good for uh, cravings and addictions. And uh, DMAE, dimethyl amino ethanol, used to be prescription only for attention deficit disorder, but uh, it's a great mood lifter. And it's also good for liver spots on the hands, uh, which are, liver spots are an indication of rancid fats uh, in your body. So you're not getting enough. If you could take your essential fatty acids, you can replace the... Replace the rancid fats with the essential fatty acids, and your body will get rid of the rancid fats. And uh, then there's your hydrogenated fats and your your trans fats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the damaged trans fatty acids and, and stuff will all be uh, will be flushed out uh, when you take essential fatty acids. Um, so the body's a really amazing thing. And uh, lastly, the two last supplements are uh, L-glutamine. It's the most common amino acid in your body, and it's uh, also a serotonin precursor. Uh, I noticed a great mental, uh, increased mental acuity within a day or two after taking it, and a lot of college students take it just before their exams for uh, improved recall. And uh, then there's also L-pyroglutamic acid. L-pyroglutamic acid is similar to L-glutamine, but it crosses the uh, blood-brain barrier. And uh, if I didn't already mention magnesium, most uh, most Americans are deficient, and according to the FDA, is a great mood lifter. I think the uh, one of the was it the L-glutamine, L-glutamine, and the other, one of the other ones. Those are actually constituent components in um, frankincense because it does pass through the blood-brain barrier almost instantly. Huh. huh. That's probably why the brain recognizes, hey, friendly, come on in. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's interesting. Same thing and with myrrh. Magnesium is. Um, just, just to add to this whole, it, it is a, uh, a huge, uh, I guess, uh, facilitator of your nervous system. Um, mm -hmm. and you, you know, calcium, magnesium balance, and magnesium it works on your nerves directly. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, magnesium citrate is one uh, one that I take a good form because a lot of people uh, will take like magnesium oxide or magnesium aspartate, and these synthetic forms aren't as well absorbed. But uh, they should be taken like within you know twelve hours. Calcium should be taken twelve hours apart from magnesium, so they don't compete for absorption. Like uh, you know, minerals will compete for absorption with each other, uh, just as um, amino acids will. Well, um, we're going to have to play here. Uh, We're going to have to hold off until next week. Uh, The clip I wanted to play uh, from uh, Dr. Russell Blaylock. But in the meantime, uh, you can look up a lot of his videos on video hosting sites like YouTube. Uh, His website is russellblaylockmd.com. That's russellblaylockmd.com. And he speaks on how nutrition can be used to uh, boost the moods, uh, reduce criminality, and... uh, uh, and, and also um, um, nutrigenomics, the, the idea that, uh, that nutrition increases or improves your genetic expression. And that's a very good, uh, nutrigenomics is an extremely important field of study, I think, because of the people who uh, have bought into the eugenics movement that certain people shouldn't be allowed to live because of, on the pretext of their genetics being poor which is not proven, but uh, it is proven that we can improve our genetics through proper nutrition, and uh, Russell Blaylock covers that in great detail. And uh, who was the doctor that you mentioned earlier who um, uh, talked Charles Walters, uh, recent, I'm sorry, Charles mm-hmm. Walters. Uh, he actually recently just passed away. He was the founder of Acres Magazine, which is also a very good publication. I recommend uh, everyone get a hold of that. Um, AcresUSA.com? AcresUSA.com, I believe, mm-hmm. is the website. You can, Look at, but um, he he actually wasn't a doctor. I don't believe he was just an independent researcher. But uh, Doctor Olre, uh, Richard Olre, O L R E E, was the um, sort of the proprietor of of this system of the the Olre standard genetic chart. Uh, he, um, I think, worked directly with Charles Walters in writing the book. So. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Well, we just have a few more um, minutes here. Thanks for joining us, uh, Chris and, and Steve and, and Dennis. Uh, thanks for everything you've added, guys. Well, thanks for having us. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll just uh, close up the show here with this uh, clip that we have on fluoride. And, uh, of course, we're not doctors, but we play, play them on the radio. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> and, uh, oh, you, we have only uh, – how much uh, <laughs> how much time do we have left there? Is, uh, We've got the time. I just have to uh, get the clip. That, that's oh, a, the four-minute clip that yeah. you wanted? Uh-huh. Okay. I think we should have no time for that. Just give me a second. I, I've, got to, I've got to grab it here. All right. So yeah, the, I wonder if that genetic repair would work on inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very, very thoughtful question. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, if you're Perhaps. a psychosociopath, you know, would it help? Yeah. There's a great book you guys uh, should read. It's called um, Biology of Belief, and it shows that your belief system really does control your genetic code. So you mm-hmm. can completely change everything, and, and your mm-hmm. uh, that'll be. Oh yes, okay. It's, it's the difference between gene expression. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how's that clip coming along? It's coming, uh, and there's a call too. Oh, perhaps we should wait for. Uh, we'll just take the call then. If uh, if this isn't our mystery caller, <laughs> no, I'm sure it isn't. Because of course we'll, we would have to call the authorities if it were. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Uh, maybe I can give some other very interesting, uh, <laughs> some other interesting links um, here at the end of the show. Um, we, uh, do you want to just? Uh Go to Joshua from Orlando instead, and oh, yeah, sure. we've only got about three minutes left anyway. Thanks, thanks, Josh. How are you? 
Hey, very good. How about yourself, Chris? I'm well, thanks. We have Joshua Parrish from uh, the organizer of We Are Change Orlando on the phone. How are you? Oh, and fantastic. Thanks. thanks for uh, taking my call here last minute. I know you're probably giving out some good okay. information, but I wanted to uh, let you and your listeners know that uh, we are filing federal litigation against Glenn Beck due to his uh, erroneous, slanderous statements on the 10th of this month. And uh, anybody who's listening to this who wants to get involved or learn more about it, please visit www.hooverversusbeck.com, www.hooverversusbeck.com. What's the, what's the basis for the argument? Uh, what is it that Glenn Beck has been up to lately that would uh, cause this? Well, he's pretty much been slandering the whole uh, Patriot movement, the Nile of the Truth movement. He actually went through uh, crazy links to try to associate the uh, shooting at the Holocaust Museum he claimed with no evidence that the, the gentleman, uh, James Von Bruin, was a hero in the 9-11 Truth community and that uh, we were, the 9-11 Truth uh, movement, people who are associated with that movement will actually work with Al-Qaeda to destroy America. So, Well, it sounds like there's a little bit of um, nonpartisanship among terrorists. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It would, and it was. It was talking points because we heard the same thing coming from Keith Olbermann. So it's a clear, uh, clear psychological operation. It's a clear dehumanization campaign against the Patriot movement, against 9/11 Truth, and uh, we are taking legal action because I think that's the best uh, route to humanize us and to set the precedent that we're not going to sit idly by and be slanderized. So. That's it. How are you doing? How are you doing, Chris? Well, I'm well, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, trying to uh, understand here um, uh, what Glenn Beck did and, and that uh, how it relates. I saw that, that Keith Oberman clip, how they're basically um, saying the same thing, trying to connect terrorists mm -hmm. with 9-11 truthers. But I have that article linked to on my site, uh, liberationstation.weebly.com. But um, I do not have a link. Uh, do, you, do you have a link to the, um, what was the website again for the, the suit that's going on? It's uh, www.hoover, H-O-O-V-E-R, versus Beck. Dot com Hoover versus Beck dot com. and actually if you just uh, go to YouTube and type in Hoover versus Beck dot com, we just put out a promotional video uh, kind of for a money bomb so we can try to raise some funds to uh, do this the uh, Gregory Hoover is a 15 year CLA he took this case pro bono he's actually just got involved with the 9/11 truth movement and uh, he is uh, I mean we're obviously trying to get donations from other truthers to uh, fight this case because we obviously don't have the funds of a uh, Fox News and Murdoch and uh, those folks. Mm -hmm. So, and that that Oberman clip, by the way, uh, the title on my site is Oberman drags Dr. Paul's name into Von Braun picture. So it's where Keith and his guests sling around hyperboles as loosely as Glenn Beck's jowls. And this has been Liberation Station. You've been tuned into all this time. This is Chris Steiner, and uh, thanks for joining us, Joshua. Uh, Joshua, thanks uh, for calling, and uh, please call again. Thanks for joining us, Chris, Steve, and Dennis. This has been Liberation Station. Take great care. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa, St. Petersburg. WDCF, Dave City, Zephyr Hills, Wesley Chapel.